Hello and welcome to the show. Before we begin, the usual. This is an out and about recording, so expect to hear some noise in the background, cows, people passing by, cars driving on the road, all sorts of things. So, with that out of the way, let's get on to the topic for today's show. So, uh, the reason why you're being ignored is probably because circumstances have changed. In other words, we're going to be looking at why people ghost you. Because there are some of you who wake up with the emotional angst every day. I sent out five proposals last week. I made 20 calls and um, I tried checking in at the office with two of my potential clients. But it looks like people are ghosting me all around. Is it me? What's the problem? What's going on? How can I fix it? So this episode is just to reassure you that the reason why you're being ignored is probably because circumstances have changed and it's not anything to do with you anything that is fundamentally um, because obviously the circumstances have changed then the very reason why people were talking with you in the first place um, is probably that reason is not there to continue the conversation any uh, anymore now this is a mistake that every business person makes that is taking ghosting personally. We shouldn't be taking it personally because sometimes it's you because of your personality problems, because of your hygiene problems, because of character flaws, you know, maybe you're um, rambunctious, maybe you're a bully, you don't understand personal space, you know, those sorts of things. But that's a majority of uh, people who have these um, issues, you know, in business situations. And then rest assured that if these are in fact the problems, this is something that your husband has probably been telling you a lot, your wife probably has been telling you a lot, your mom, your brother, family members are probably already complaining about these issues. So, um, if you don't have family members bugging you about stuff, your hygiene, your personality, your character flaws, things like that, then just rest assured that this is not, uh, it's probably not a personal or a personality thing. But if your wife complains that you have a God complex, your mom complains that you're too stubborn, uh, your children think you're a tyrant, um, let's say what else, you know, on and on, then okay, it's possible that uh, the reason why folks are ghosting you is probably because you are... You're too much. You're too much to handle. And so people people would rather just avoid you rather than having to deal with you or trying to put you in your place and things like that. So, um, yeah, but, but uh, then again, like I said, that's for um, minority of people in business um, situations. So for the average business person, the reason why you're being ghosted is usually tied to reasons around the value proposition or the business opportunity itself. So people are probably ghosting you because the math in the value proposition doesn't work um, anymore. In the beginning, they thought you were a really valuable person to do business with and uh, they probably thought that they'll be able to achieve X and Y results and things like that. And maybe as the conversation goes on, it becomes clear that, okay, maybe you're not as valuable or as credible as you put yourself out to be. Or maybe the value that they're going to receive um, from uh, the transaction isn't as much as they thought. So in this case, it's deficiencies in the value proposition and not about you. And then sometimes um, it's about uh, changes in the business opportunity itself. So I'll give a personal example and a recent one from 2023. That is uh, this year, as at the time of making this episode. Um, this is the 15th of May 2023. I can't remember when this happened, but it was in 2023 and early this year um, and that. I had reached out to someone um, recently. At the time, I had reached out to someone recently who had purchased a business. 
I had done some work for this person's predecessor. That's the person who had previously owned the business. And since the business asset, the location, the subject matter, it was a tech hub, an innovation and tech hub, um, tech incubation hub in Abuja. So uh, the business is still the same. It's still in the same location. The kind of people that they're trying to attack, uh, attract is still in same, the same. And so since everything was still intact and in the same location, I decided to reach out to the new owner to see if they would be interested in continuing the same projects that had worked for, you know, under the previous um, management, because I figured, look, everything is still the same. The goal is still going to be the same. They bought the business, but they're still going to want to bring awareness to the hub, and they're still going to want to increase the number of people that rent um, co-working spaces. So I figured it's a no-brainer. I've worked for the previous person. I might as well reach out to this new person and see how we can um, get some business uh, going on. So. What was I? I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, so everything was uh, still the same. So I figured, let me reach out to the um, new management. And uh, I reached out, first of all, on um, LinkedIn DMs. And the reason why I did that was because, well, I got the phone number from the um, prior owner. But uh, I've realized, or okay, rather, um, it suits my own personality to not hit up people totally cold. I like to send a message first so people know that I'm going to call. So I hit this dude up on LinkedIn, just, you know, introducing myself. Uh, this is where I got your phone number from. Uh, I'm going to call you. Uh, this is what I wanted to talk about, you know, blah, blah, blah. It always helps to name drop in these situations. So if you got a referral through a mutual contact, you know, you mentioned, because that makes you, it increases some com some commonality between you guys. You guys have some shared con um, connections, and then it helps to drop the resistance that is there uh, in the beginning so i sent out a linkedin message doing that and i told him i was going to hit him up over the phone so that we could talk some more and uh anyway it turned out that um the new owner is not a phone a phone person uh remember in the previous episode where i was talking about the best way to do outreach i mentioned that there is no best way but rather you have to keep a flexible approach so i lean or a lot on the phone and that's my preference but i know that not everybody's a phone person so the rest of the interactions that happened were over linkedin dm because this person apparently is a linkedin dm person because he said uh no don't call uh, no need for emails let's just keep it here and linkedin dm so i went with the flow um okay so the messages the exchanges seem to be going fine until i got to the point where i would propose a meeting to uh, revive the strategy, revive the initiative, or come up with tweaks to the old strategy. And it was at that stage that they started going ghost. So my response, what I actually did, was that I took my calendar and I pushed it out for three, um, for three months. But that was the wrong thing to do. Uh, what I should have done, or by the way, I hope you guys can see that even though I have um, concrete and valid knowledge about sales and sales processes, you know, sometimes I forget important steps and I make missteps, so it's normal, people make mistakes. So what I did was I pushed it out three months from the calendar, just give me time to think, but actually I should have followed a much more laid out, um, clearer process. So what I should have done was to send a circumstances have changed message. Some people like to send the breakup email, uh, message, basically the tone of the breakup message is, uh, I've been trying to reach out with you, you're not responding again, so bye-bye, I'm not calling you anymore. Uh, the spirit of the message is good because you're trying to get things off your plate, but the execution is poor. So rather, what I tell folks is instead of sending a um, a breakup message, send a circumstances have changed message. And it goes something like this. Hi, 
well it doesn't have to be high um you know use your own verbiage use whatever you think is um appropriate to the context so my message would have been something like this hi i tried reaching out again with no response so because of that i'm going to assume that circumstances have changed or this initiative is no longer a priority is that the case question mark and i leave the message like that some people don't like messages hanging um that way so an alternative ending that i give to folks who don't like this hanging ending is to now wrap it up by saying i won't be in touch again unless you choose to do so so either way hit me up in the future if i can be of help professionally on anything you're working on and then leave it like that you've sent the message so push it back in the calendar and then after that close the file if they don't get back in touch because you send a message now asking are you guys still interested or have circumstances changed that's option eight if they don't respond, there's nothing you can do to get them back on the phone again or to get them back in the LinkedIn DMs. Just let it be. And um, the second one where you don't leave the question hanging, but you put that whole thing there of, I'm not going to be in touch again unless you hit me up again. Let me know if I can be of help, you know, professionally or business-wise, anything you're working on. Uh, that's, that's all you can do, really. If they don't respond to that, then just close the file. Don't spend too much time time trying to guess about what is going on in their minds you know you're not professor xavier you're not a mind reader you're not what's her name uh phoenix phoenix in the x-men is it phoenix yeah jean jean gray yes you're not professor xavier you're not professor uh you're not um jean gray uh you're not the scarlet witch um it's not your skill set so stop guessing now in this case as it turns out eventually i saw photograms uh, sorry photographs on linkedin and it showed that the building was being massively revamped. You know, they tore down the walls, they were adding this place, adding that place. And so it became obvious that the reason why they hadn't responded to my messages was because the subject matter itself is being changed. So you guys see that that's an example of what it is that I'm talking about. If you were in previous conversations with someone over a tech or incubation hub, how we're going to sell, how we're going to market, how we're going to increase uh, the number of people that are renting office spaces, things like that. But you're now currently in the process of redesigning the building, either to uh, restore it to a tech hub or maybe to change it to be something else. And quite frankly, there's no reason to continue the previous conversation because it doesn't suit your purpose anymore. Now, some of you are going to say, well, that's rude. The guy should have responded and told you. But I've already made a podcast episode on this. I think I made it um, last week on whether we should expect people to be polite to us. And the truth of the matter is, yes, it would have been polite if he had responded. But we can't expect or demand that from everybody because people are busy. Sometimes they're not trying to be rude. It's just that you see it and you're like, um, I'll respond to that later. I'm late for picking up my kids or I'm currently in a meeting. I'll respond to that later. And then you forget. So there are lots of reasons why it shows that, okay, message read. If you have those email um, receipt trackers, it will show that, okay, email delivered and email read. But there are lots of reasons why the person um, wouldn't get back to you. Because the guy could have opened it and he was like, oh, yes, uh, that's true. Building is going to start next week. I should really let this guy know. Let's move this conversation to next week. But then while he's sitting down to type, the secretary could have come in and said, oh, uh, Mr. Tayo, Engineer Ogedengbe is online too. He said, oh, Engineer Ogedengbe, put him through. You take the call from Engineer Ogedengbe, and then something else happens, and then you have to go and pick up your children. And then you come back to the office, and you're like, oh, okay, where was I? And then the person moves on to the most pressing matter that was there, and they could have um, forgotten to respond to my message. So, as a sales professional, I should have taken the responsibility to ask the questions and to try and influence the course of the um, relationship. So, the responsibility is on me. 
the responsibility is on you, dear listener of the show, and stop trying to figure out what it is that um, is going on. So what do you do next when this happens to you? Because it happens to everybody. And it happened to you last month, last year, a few weeks ago. And guess what? It is still going to happen to you again. The only thing you can do is to reach out, try and confirm if they're interested, or try and confirm if there's a change in circumstances. Do this, do this over WhatsApp, phone call, email, or whatever, um, whatever uh, medium you guys have been using in the past. Just reach out and a simple message. Are you guys still interested? Have circumstances changed? That sort of thing. And after you do that, push it out a reasonable date on the calendar. If you think a reasonable date on the calendar is um, by two weeks, they should have gotten back to me, then push it out for two weeks. If you see the notification again, they haven't responded. You have done absolutely everything that you can. Retire the contact uh, the contact if they're not interested or if they haven't um, responded. You can't take it personally or speculate endlessly every time you're being snobbed or ghosted, in quote. Because that takes too much emotional energy that you can transfer, that you can plow into the next proposal, into the next business deal in waiting. So, are you worried about being snubbed or ghosted constantly in your business? Is this a problem that you're facing? If you are, then connect with me on LinkedIn so that we can solve that problem and get our money right. The name and the email address are in the podcast uh, profile. Also, remember, you can subscribe for free. Sales for the Nigerian Business Person Podcast. That's the name of the show. I'm available on any podcast player of your choice, especially Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Pocket Casts, Anchor, and Overcast. Also, remember to connect with me on LinkedIn. Whether you have this problem or not, it would be nice to hear from you guys. The name is Tabishima Ayede. And yes, Tabishima rhymes with Hiroshima. The spelling is uh, in the podcast profile. So thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.